What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. sitcom introduction where I'll have like my wife tape me doing something and then I'll just turn to the camera like and then put our name underneath it <laughs> and then like you're doing something then you like look at the camera and then put your I think it'd be hilarious I that is a great idea I'm down <laughs> all right I gotta I want to update the video since uh it's still got our old logo on it All right, I'm going to unmute us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 138th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's going on, dude? Dude, what is going on? Um, Not a lot here. Uh, I barely made it in home, made it home in time for the podcast. Not even kidding. Um, So, uh but I am here. I am ready to ramble. Um, I got a lot to say this week. I, I mean, there's so Let's much to talk about. Let's get ready to ramble. That's pretty Michael good. Michael Buffer, come on. I like it. <laughs> man, that should be a drop. You, you went stone face. Man, that was good. Ooh. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll do it again. Do it again a little later. <laughs> Sounds good. Dude, have you read? Oh, f- first off, I want to say this. Um, for all of you out there, I want to welcome you because I said this earlier in Urza Tron's stream. Welcome to the Urza Hopefully Win uh, after party here. That's what we're doing here. But uh, we're going to go. I just wanted to shout out Urza Tron. That, your uh, stream earlier was a lot of fun. So I, hopefully, after I left, you were able to clear out the rest of those guys. But. Uh, a lot of fun there. So I got a question for you. Okay. Did uh, had, did you read any of the news about the new Star Wars lands at Disneyland or Disney World this week? Oh, I am just now finding out about this. No, I ha- I haven't. Oh, I am very interested. Man, there's a, apparently they put out 
apparently they let a lot of press in and uh, to check it out and show a lot of what it is because they're supposed to open a little bit later this year on both places. Disney World's really? going to be later than Disneyland, but Disneyland is going to open soon. So they let some people in there ah. check it out. And they, if you go on the internet, you can search Galaxy's Edge and find a ton of uh, documents and stuff about this now. But I'm telling you, I'm super stoked about this. Uh, we got a family trip to Disney World coming up this year at the end of the year, so it should be open when I go. So nice. really freaking stoked about that. And I'm planning to go to Disneyland, too, because I just want to see it all in the first year. But, man, check out this, some of this stuff, right? The whole thing's centered basically around the sequel movie, so it's okay. all Resistance, First Order time. Okay. They got two, bi two big rides. They got a... This is the one that sounds really awesome, right? Okay. There's a Millennium Falcon ride that six people sit in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, and you actually control it. So if the TIE really? fighter is shooting at you, you have to shoot it. And if you don't shoot it, it can shoot you and cause damage to the oh. ship that you also then have to oh. fix. You get to control the way the ship moves. So if no you shoot, if you if you zoom to the right instead of the left, you'll hit like a crater or something and cause more damage that you have to fix. All kinds of crazy stuff, apparently. Damn, that sounds to badass. Go on this Millennium Falcon mission, and also on top of that, when you before you get on the ride, apparently there's this advanced animatronic Hondo Onaka, which is every a lot of people excited. You still don't know what a Honda is, but... Nope. <laughs> Hondo, nope. big animatronic, so kind of a throwback to Clone Wars and Rebels as well there. But it sounds really awesome. That's one of the rides. And then they have another one called the Rise of the Resistance, and it's a cart. Basically one of those ones you sit in and it rides you through everything, animatronics and mm -hmm. everything. But it's like you're joining the Resistance, and then you're going into the war, and then you wind up in something where you end up face-to-face -face with Kylo Ren, and it also sounds freaking awesome. That sounds kind but, of amazing. But here's here's the kicker, and this is what I want to try. And I've got to ask you, have you ever been to Universal Studios? Man, I, I went when I was really little. Uh, I couldn't tell you much about it. Well, nowadays they have all the Harry Potter stuff there, and they serve that butterbeer from the movies, <gasps> which is freaking delicious. But guess what they're going to be serving in the Star Wars land? What? Freaking blue milk. <laughs> uh, apparently it's not going to be milk, because in Florida, in all the humidity, you really don't want to be drinking milk in the middle <laughs> of the day. But they're going to uh. be serving some kind of blue milk in these places, and I think that's freaking hilarious. And then the last thing I think is awesome, that the music playing in these lands is actually John Williams made scores for Galaxy's Edge that will play at the at these theme parks. Brand new scores from John Ooh. Williams, the legend himself. That's awesome. Love me some John Williams music. Good stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. It sounds awesome. There's a but. there's a song. I can't remember what it's called. It's I I want to say it's the song from um attack of the clones when they're in the desert it's one of those songs but uh the sultry female is a harpist and she'll play that on the harp and it just sounds unbelievable it is super awesome uh john williams music is just always incredible but yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be i can't wait to hear it man all this stuff i love so it'll be sweet very cool well um if you listen to episode 137, you will know that we had moles all over the place. And 
<laughs> you know, every time somebody comes on, there's just something that's off the wall, stupid, some sort of clip that just really just I, makes an impression. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> and Like really fast impression. Exactly. And last week, you may have heard that um, there's a very important question that you have to ask your sw- Swoga friends. And that is, do you even mod, bro? And... Do well, do you? Do you mod, bro? It's such a good question that we had to make a t-shirt. So, um, if you are unaware, there is a Do You Even Mod Bro t-shirt from McMull and the Shattered Order. And there will be a link to it in the show notes if you want to, you know, support the show and get you a really awesome shirt. And these are the same, uh, from same shirt company. That our regular Shattered Order t-shirt comes from uh, Bonfire. They are unbelievably comfortable t-shirts. Um, you certainly will not regret it. In fact, you are wearing your Shattered Order shirt tonight. Um, and so if you want... These things are so comfortable, man. They are. They're like, ridiculous. I can't wait. I can't wait to get the new shirt because then I'll have two of these super comfortable yep. shirts to wear. I am pretty pumped. And uh, it's going to be such a great shirt to wear, you know when you're like streaming grand arena or stuff so you know if you're <laughs> yeah, one of sure. those people that like streaming or something get you a do you even my bro shirt because it's just gonna be awesome um so in addition to that there's a really really interesting new video on our youtube page why don't you tell us what's up with that all right so earlier this week and we'll talk about this here in a little bit, the March calendar came out, which included March 7th, which will bring back Contact Protocol, which is C-3PO's legendary event. Now, you know, that event was no joke, especially for those people that didn't have very well-geared Ewoks or didn't have certain Ewoks at seven stars and had to use, like, Mm -hmm. Tebow and Scout and things like that. It's just a lot, really hard event for a lot of people. So a lot of people didn't get them seven stars Or did not unlock him at all. So I went ahead and I created a video uh, about that event, about the Ewoks, trying to give some general tips and tricks on how to get your Ewoks uh, up to par for the event. And when you're in the event, the best ideas and strategies to take them down. Because if you don't know or you haven't been in there, you're going to have a hard learning curve once you get towards towards the end tiers there. Because... Obviously, the legendary version of Chewbacca is in there, and he guards Han Solo yep. and the the indoor version of Leia in there. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's a new character, which is kind of like a SRP reskin commando, indoor commando, which taunts a lot. So, how to get rid of that taunt? How to uh, who to fo- who to target first? How to uh, keep your team alive with? stealthing elder and things like that uh it's just a a video for all those people that haven't got c3po so if you are going for c3po this time around go check out uh youtube.com slash shattered order pod and the video is right there up for you guys to check out and hopefully that'll help some people to uh finish off c3po this go around heck yeah very nice um, I'm sure that will help out a ton of people. So make sure you check that out and subscribe to our YouTube channel if you don't already, because there's some really good videos there. Um, cool. 
So the other thing, uh, we want to thank our friends at Blue Designs. Uh, they make some really incredible headphones and microphones. If you need a microphone or headphones, I would suggest you look no further than Blue Designs. BlueDesigns.com. Use the promo code SOPOD. Get 20% off your order. Uh, and also, so we got some exciting stuff coming up. So next week. We're going to be doing a Blue Designs giveaway. The following week, we are going to be doing a Blue Designs giveaway. We have two super awesome ideas for this. We have a <laughs> trivia question, and we oh, have man. a, um, should we say a game? It's a game, and it's going to be fun. So, so. Uh, yeah, that'll be done on the live stream for episode 139 and 140. Also on episode 139 next week. We will be doing uh, our giveaways for Patreon and Twitch subbers, uh, just like we do every month. So make sure you go get your Twitch subs in. Uh, and also, you know, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you get a free sub to give to somebody. Just go give us that free sub. It will give you a chance to win a $30 gift card. And, uh, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so... <laughs> there, there's the empire rising pick a number guess the number no that's not the game we're talking about it although that is a, a it, that is a fun one that is true it tests it, it helps me to you know differentiate the fast moving chat and see if i can find things pick out things in this there. trivia so, question that is not what we're talking about it will be number related in a way though so that'll be fun to see if you guys can guess that um the number five is involved i believe so there's perhaps. that um, all right. <laughs> so we got a voicemail. I haven't listened to it yet. So uh why don't we go ahead and play the voicemail we got on the Shattered Order hotline? Sounds great. I'd love to hear it. Reaching out to you one last time before we close your file and your extended warranty is canceled. Would you like to speak to a specialist? No. I do not want to speak nope. to a specialist. What is wrong with these people? What? I mean, good God, we can get salesman calls, but our listeners don't even call us? Come on, people. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, now that we've answered our one call-in question, we're good to go. All right. I don't care about that extended warranty, I, to be honest. I don't either. I don't, I don't need the warranty, but uh, why don't we go ahead and jump into a different topic? All right. Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? What a week in Swaga. All right. So I, I've i noticed something that we've been seeing in the shipments. Have you noticed that Gear 12 Plus piece that you can buy for two and a half million credits? Uh, yeah, that just came in the refresh, right? Yeah. Um, so what's odd about that is that's used to craft Gear 12 Plus, obviously. And it's only part of it. See... The way that the rewards work in the Sith Triumvirate raid is you get equal percentages of a piece and they're always the corresponding parts. However, the only thing that you can buy for the credits in the weekly shipment store is half of that piece. So, um, I thought about buying one. I bought one last week and then I was thinking, that was kind of stupid. And then I kind of started thinking about it and it's, you know, if you have the extra credits and you need that piece of gear, that really just kind of cuts down the amount of crystals that you would need to spend to buy it. Um, 
So if that's a piece of gear that you're thinking about crafting, it's not a bad idea to go ahead and buy it since the, uh, you know, the breakdown of the gear 12 pieces that you can buy for crystals in there, you know, they're split up so you could buy the other half of that piece. Um, probably not a terribly bad idea. I think I might pay a little bit more attention to that. First, I thought it was kind of stupid, but then I kind of started thinking more about it and I'm like, you know, actually not too bad, um, especially if you have the credits. So have you bought that piece at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, I bought the, uh, you know what, honestly, everything that's for credits, I just buy anyway and don't really even pay attention, but I did notice it was a <laughs> gear 12 plus piece. Yeah. So I have 190 million credits right now, something like that. So if it, if it costs credits, I just buy it. What? That's the way it is. Y you have. Yeah. Are you talking about in your two accounts combined or? No, one account has 190 million. The other has 120. Because what am I spending it on? <laughs> I'm not spending it to get level up all the characters now that Grand Arena's here. You know, I'm buying mods whenever I see them, but the credits just keep rolling in. That's just, I'm a cash cow now. You can call me how? cash cow punk. How, how, how <laughs> the hell do you save up 190 million credits? Over time, man. It just happens. I'm pulling my best Nika. All right. <laughs> you tightwad, spin them. On what? What am I supposed Are to Are all spend of your characters on? leveled? That's what I just said. I don't want that GP right now. <sighs> so that's why I'm not spending it on that. Or I'd put them all to 85 right now. Oh my all at god! 53, so I I did go. I might have lost 53 I... to put mods on them if I needed to. But yeah, damn. Yeah, <laughs> That is that is freaking insane. Holy crap. You know what you what you know what I should do is go level even all the crappy mods that I have that I just haven't sold. That's what that's what I should spend those credits on. God bless. Yeah, no just to kidding. see what just to see what procs and and what kind of god mods I can get. Yeah, GMP, people people want proof of this. People don't believe it in live chat um that that's freaking crazy that's the surprise of the week um but back on the rails so i started gearing up rose because i split i spent a bloody zeta so what the hell i might as well go ahead and go all in right so i've gotten her up to gear 10 i don't know if i'm get her gear 11 because some of the gear that she needs i eh, kind of need for other things so i don't know about that but I feel really gross about her even being gear 10, but that's beside the point. Um, so I started leveling <laughs> up mods for her. So she she gains bonus offense based on exposed enemies, I believe. So I was like, you know, offense set might be pretty good. Potency is probably the most important thing on her because she has the turn meter reductions. She inflicts debuffs. So that's really important. So I was like, potency and offense. Those two things I'll look for. She gains turn meter, so not as much worried about speed so i sorted by offense and potency mods and then potency primary for the uh for the for the plus mod and kind of started looking around and i had a green mod that had 10 speed on it that was on scare rebel pathfinder it's an offense set potency primary 10 speed green and i was like ah let's level it up let's see what happens so i so i uh take it to blue Speed hits, 14. Let's do it again. Speed hits, 17. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, might man. as well keep going, right? Hit it again. I would have. 22 speed. I totally would have. 22 speed on that bad boy. Very exciting. So that kind of made my day. Um, I was pretty pumped about that. It's not I'd, even. I'd be, I'd be stoked. It's not even six dot yet, but it's a candidate to go to six dot. So that's one of my better plus speed mods. Now I just got to figure out what I'm actually going to do with it. It's uh, still on. Not I, I said Pathfinder, I think. It's on um, Cassian. So I might just leave it on him. I don't know. There's bound to be a better spot for it. So we'll see. Um, so that was my mod find of the week. And as far as my farming update. Uh, Juani's at six, six. There's not even a six on my screen. They're two out of 85. Badstila is 76 out of 100. And Carthonasty is 34 out of 65. I am not much behind you. I have actually made up a pretty significant amount of ground on you because I think you were, you were over 30 shards ahead of me last week, I think. But I've been doing a lot of refreshes. Um, basically, if- I've been doing. Yeah, I said, tell me what you're doing and I'll tell you what I've been doing. Uh, I, I've basically been doing as many refreshes as I can up until it gets to the point that it's 200 crystals to do any more battles. So, you know, I, I will do all the 50 crystal energy refreshes, regular energy. I will do node refreshes on Juwani, uh, the 25, 50, 100. So I'm doing three refreshes there and then I'm doing two refreshes on Karth because the energy is obviously 100, so I'll go up to the 50-node refresh on him. I won't go quite to where it's 200 crystals to do the refresh. Uh, I'd rather just save him to buy from shipments. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of my strategy there. What about you? Yeah, I've been rolling uh, double refreshes on Juhani and double refreshes on Karth, and that's as far as I go. And I don't refresh Bastila, because like I said, I'm going to stop at 50 and... After a week, I think I went up 20 shards. So another week, I should be close to that 50 mark. So should be fine there. Nice. But Karth, man, that dude is yeah. obnoxious. Gosh, I can't, not even not even five stars yet. 47 of 65. You want to know what the best thing gotten... about farming him is, though? You may not get a Karth shard, but you may still get a Carboni, and you're like, all right, that's okay. Uh, I can deal with Carbonis. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, I actually started uh, tracking how many shards I get per day in a document. And the first the first day I started, I only had five Bastila, six Carthonasi, and six Johani. And now think about that. That's two refreshes on Karth and Johani to get six. No refreshes on Bastila and got five. So that was pretty rough. Yeah. But going into the next day on one refresh, I only got two Bastila shards, and then I got um, eight Karth and ten Johanni. So it got a little better. Not too bad. But yeah, I'm keeping tra- I'm keeping track of it because I'm kind of curious how how it's actually going. Because I might feel like it's going bad, but t- eight and ten is still pretty good. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, you lost a bet last week. Have you paid up yet? Heck yeah, I did, man. Didn't take me long. I'm <laughs> telling you. I, there's a reason I made the bet because I actually just needed a reason to take <laughs> Gamgar to gear 12. Totally fair, and totally you know, fair. 
if I just tell everyone that I was forced, then they won't give me crap for it. But yeah, totally a good point. I think uh, two yeah. or three days after that, we did the podcast. Gamar, my Gamorian guard was a uh, gear twelve, and nice. I even put on, uh, I put on two gear twelve pieces, and I even contemplated a gear twelve plus piece that was sitting there. Ooh, oh that. that I would ultimately be I decided not to. That's probably why. Uh, that since that wasn't part of the bet, you know, I just left that off. That's that's. A little too. Yeah, it's probably smart. But the two gear twelve pieces. I mean, someone was making fun of me for putting a med pack on him, but I'm like, I had six. I have six of them, and it's health. He's a tank. It's, yeah, it's a no brainer. <laughs> yeah, some some of those. If you get those gear twelve pieces, and you got plenty of them, like there's one gear twelve plus, not gear twelve plus, one gear twelve piece that I have six of them crafted. I always get them crafted from the raids nobody to put them uh, on i don't ever get the stuff i need it's always crap that i've already put on everyone but are they the bret hart sunglasses no i could actually use those um it's <laughs> it's the little it's the pretty blue looking thing um very annoying um so you uh kind of piggybacking off the bet that you paid up on this Grand Arena has given me a chance to test that new Zeta that I have on Stormtrooper Han. <laughs> I remodded Stormtrooper yeah. Han to have 50,000 protection. And whenever I used him, he never dropped below half protection, even with taunt. People were just hitting him, and just the protection he's gaining back. I'm kind of impressed, because he used to die a lot more. I mean, I did put <laughs> some gear on him. I took him to gear 12. But he is kind of a beast, yeah. man. Like, I'm kind of impressed, actually. That's, hey, if if it's something that pleasantly surprises you, that's good. That's totally true. <laughs> totally true. All right. So, uh, Grand Arena. Oh, man. Oh, I'm still fuming. Still uh, fuming. All right. So what happened? Bastila happened. I mean, I must not have ever had to fight a Bastila, or I just didn't (laughs) think about what I used to beat them before, because both of my accounts in the second round came across Bastila teams that just wrecked my shop. Oh, dang. It was over, and... Oh, man. Like, I... In round two, I took me six times, six people to beat a RJT team because I totally botched it the first time, even though I took out R2. So I kept, I'm like, oh, I'll just save this, not worry about turn meter. And that was a bad decision because Ooh. RJT just destroyed everything I threw at it until I finally beat it. And then that took me to Bastila, which wrecked the shop too. So I didn't, I beat two teams on this guy's defense with six defenses on two of them. And uh, didn't even try anything else because I had nothing left. And he beat he beat me by twenty banners because my defense is that stout that if I had just done anything, Dang. I would have won. That's a bummer. Oh man, I was so that mad. Sucks. So now I'm in. So now I'm in. Uh, I'm in the consolidation match. But uh, I've done I've done some battles. I already broke through one of his. Uh, territories trying to work on the the back territory probably after the podcast just place for fun but uh yeah it's uh it, it, it it's painful it's sad when you finally lose the high is gone yeah kind of a bummer <laughs> um i'm doing pretty well this grand arena i am in the finals and 
the guy that I'm going up against, I think he's already used all of his teams. I got on it earlier, and he, I, I went a little bit more offense heavy this time because I had three challenges. That I'm, or sorry, uh, yeah, th well, three challenges I've been trying to complete. I com to com completed one last time, and now I'm onto the Darth Treya one, trying to get those Grand Arena deals knocked out so I can get the gear. Um, so I've just been going a little bit more offensive heavy, but. He basically cleared all the teams I put on defense in three territories with one team each. And then he got to my territory that had my First Order team, my Murder Bears, and some other crummy team. Well, he decided to go up against my Murder Bears first and took like a quarter of protection on Wicket. And that was pretty much it. <laughs> so I got a feeling he's awesome. probably done because good luck with that team having turn meters. So... Not to mention my wicket is stupid fast. So, um, yeah, good luck. And <laughs> I love Ewoks. They're awesome. I, I so much. I really like them on defense. Um, and also my first order. If he doesn't have RJT, I'm assuming he's already used her, or she might be on defense. I haven't got that far yet, but um, I'm pretty sure he's not going to clear me because if he doesn't have RJT, he's not getting through my first order team. So uh, I, I like my chances. I like my chances. Haven't done anything on offense that, yet, but we'll see. RJT is, we'll talk about, we got, we're going to get into 3v3 a little bit yes, later in the main topic on the podcast. But I'd like to talk about RJT a little bit when we get there. Cause I got some, some, some hot action with RJT. Ooh, coming ooh, hot action. Huh? All right. Well, I was going to say big tip, but I tried something <laughs> new here. Uh, well, <laughs> Some hot action. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump to our next topic. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. All righty, that calendar. Um, I didn't see this coming. Uh, Sith Marauder login character. My Sith Marauder is like 15 out of 30. Like, I've done nothing with Sith Marauder. I so... Wait, wait, wait. So, a login character that you could actually use the shows I, from? I was trying to think it's this... when the last time that happened was. I do not remember. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I think the last one I had was... Uh, I Was I a login? I can't remember. It was some Jedi, I think. I don't know. I don't remember. There was one random character where I was like, I've never farmed this person. You know what would be, you know what would be really nice as a login? Lando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I'm like 280. I think I'm 280 out of 25 now. 280 to 25. You're getting there. I have not hit. I have not updated Lando from that's, two stars. I started wise. doing it through the cantina. No, uh, keep him at no two star until He's you still have two to star. give him stars. Unless I have to give him stars, he'll always be two stars. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, Sith Marauder. Um, I, I guess we talked about what we're farming for uh, First Order, or sorry, uh, uh, God, Old Republic. Now. Do, what do you think Sith Marauder is hinting at? Because it's always some sort of little hint. Do you think it's Sith Marauder is hinting towards like a dark side or a Sith Revan, Sith Malak, or something like that? I think that's probably a safe assumption. I just hope to God this Marauder is not a requirement. I don't think it will be, though. 
I'm going to play as if I'm the community right now. Okay. And one of the thoughts that are out there. Okay. I am not going to go the Jedi Revan idea route, but I'm going to go with another small theory that people have out there, which I don't think is, uh, I don't think it's the way, but I'm going to give their idea as if it were my own to let their voice be heard. And that is, there are a lot of people, Sith Marauder is the pilot of the Sith fighter. This is the other thing. Right? Yes. So there is a lot of talk about the possibility that his login being a signal for a Sith capital ship. Could be. So. And there's been rumors about this. Uh, So I think it was last month whenever uh, the Emperor's shuttle came to the game that there was speculation about X number of Sith ships being required for a legendary capital ship. And the Emperor's shuttle was actually the next ship that would be required. uh, When I say next ship, as far as number, it would get you to the number of ships that would be required, uh, I think, four. And so I could totally see that happening. Uh, I was farming his ship pretty heavily there for a while. I, I didn't even unlock the Emperor's ship. But I would say, if we see the Galactic Chase event come back, then you should start seriously thinking about this because... Uh, they would bring back the Emperor Shuttle one more time before that happens. If you got him to unlock 80 shards, that's four star, I believe. So generally five star is required for unlock on a capital ship. So you would then have to get 65 more uh, blueprints for that ship the next time the Galactic Chase comes up, which is slightly less than what was required for unlock, but totally possible. Uh, I kind of, oh, yeah, for sure. I think that could be the game that they're playing here. Uh, so that's just something to keep in mind as you know, we kind of go through this, uh, month. Definitely will be interesting. Now the prevailing theory, obviously, which we kind of alluded to already is that it's Jedi Knight Revan. And we talked about this last week on the podcast when McMull was here, that image out there of Gamorrean guard, with three Zetas on and Indeed. a HK with a Zeta. And it kind of just got everyone thinking that was coming out of a, a, a warrior video. Yep. So, uh, or yeah, it's, it's Arnold's video. I think the, one of our other game, game it was the videos. Grievous release. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, uh, there's a lot of thought that it is Jedi and Revan as well, which is my thought as well, which is why we both already talked about this week how hard we're farming those Old Republic characters. Indeed. So, yeah. Cool. But really interesting, that character, <laughs> login character. And if you're watching the podcast or you're reading the name of the podcast on Twitch, that is exactly why I said... March is the new February because it looks like March is the Sith month this year as opposed to February was the last two years. Yeah. So I guess we just had to wait an extra month this year. Indeed. And so, um, so like you were talking about with your C3PO video, March 7th, C3PO returns. March 14th, Thrawn and Chimera legendaries return. These generally last a week. I've never, I don't recall them ever overlapping legendaries or hero's journey or those type of events. So Mm -hmm. I think at the earliest, 
it would be March 21st before we see either Revan or a uh, Sith ship. So I will say, whenever Thrawn comes mm-hmm. back, if that Galactic Chase event comes back at the same time as Thrawn, something Sith ship is coming. But um, if not, I'm going to seriously be thinking that the uh, that the Old Republic Sith event would be coming towards the end of March. Yep, I. I agree because yeah, March fourteenth is Thrawn and Chimera. You know, obviously we already mentioned C three PO on March seventh. Each of those lasting seven days, so totally makes sense. Now I got a question for you: okay. Indoor escalation of defense of Dathmir. Has it been once a month more recently? I thought it was always twice a month. I don't know, or at least, or at least it lasted two. I days. don't pay that much attention, to be perfectly honest. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure it went back to back days, but we're only getting one day for each of these now. I rem- yeah, I know we only got one day each last month, which was kind of like, hey, I would like my Zetas two days in a row, please. <laughs> Why did we lose one? I mean, I definitely remember uh, them being back to back. I don't recall if that's a regular occurrence or not. So, yeah, well, I remember it being a regular occurrence till last month yeah. when I actually noticed that it wasn't going back to back. So people in the chat saying again, that there's as well. only yeah it's it's down to one day each once a, once for each event this month as well so we'll see if that goes back or if we've just lost six zetas a month but uh we'll see so very cool but good news and we'll kind of talk about this in the next segment which is uh the update but there are four Territory Wars this month, two bonus, two vanilla, so fi- split 50-50 on the bonuses, and that's good. I know people wanted vanilla Territory Wars, so you're getting them. They're not totally gone, but they're still throwing in the uh, the interesting little bonuses there. And as well, this month, three Grand Arenas instead of two, not counting the one that's ending today. Ooh. So three more this month. Okay. Pretty awesome. Very nice. I like it. I like it. Need more, more, uh, more GA in our life. And, um, so what we're going to have a five V five character only five V five character in ships, and then a three V three grand arena at the end of the month, which we'll get to shortly. Uh, well, next we'll go to strong with us. This update is young Padawans. Ooh. Okay, so I know some people are really excited about one of these bonuses. I'm excited about the other bonus, the the one I just don't care about. But why don't you go ahead and tell us what these uh, bonuses <laughs> are for March in the GA? Or, sorry. All right, up. so... Territory Wars. So they announced the bonuses for March for Territory Wars. So we have two vanilla, two bonuses. These are the bonuses for the two in March. The first one is the Clone Troopers which was the Army of the Galactic Republic. At the start of the battle, clone troopers gained 50% health, 50% protection, 50% offense, and 50% defense for each clone trooper ally. And clone troopers gain 100% crit chance and 100% crit damage while they have no debuffs. When they attack out of turn, clone troopers dispel all debuffs on the other clone trooper allies, dispel all buffs on the target enemy, and gain 20% turn meter. So basically turns them into a just a completely ridiculous 
defense and offense team. Yep. Uh, I love this bonus since I have gear 11 clones. It makes it super fun. So happy to see that one back. Um, but the next one was a new one that they've tossed in. And this one is really interesting. It is. It's crazy. Now, I won't be able to take full advantage of it on my main account because I don't have them geared that high. And in fact, I don't even know if Sunfac has any gear on him or, or Geospy. But on my on my alt account, they're all gear twelve, so it's going to be fun on that account. Nice. Um, yeah, because I I use their ships, so they're all gear twelve. Now that you got this bonus, Geonosians, that's the new bonus. For they got two abilities. The first one's called Industry of War. At the start of the battle, Geonosians gain seventy five percent max health and one hundred percent max protection for each other Geonosian ally. So if you have it, there's four total. You got Poggle, Spy, Soldier, and Sunfuck. Mm-hmm. So you're probably going to want to throw them all in there if you have them relatively geared. Uh, they're going to be, they're going to gain a lot of max health and a lot of max protection, which is good because they don't, they're kind of squishy anyways. Yes, so it, the numbers are high, but since the numbers they actually have on their stats aren't that high, it may not be as astronomical as it seems, but it will definitely make them better. And, uh, the other second part to that ability is when a Geonosian ally uses an ability, basic ability, special ability, anything, um, they gain foresight for one turn. So That's really cool. Yeah. Pretty much uh, take a turn, gain foresight. And it's here's the interesting thing. Um, well, this... I'll kind of answer this question. If I was a Swigga character... How would you mod me? In regards to Geno's and Soldier, who gains 50% turn meter whenever he critically hits, and calls in an ally to assist, you could have two characters gaining foresight, in addition to him gaining, uh, you know, Geno's and Soldier gaining 50% turn meter. That's why it's really important to put some crit chance on him. Because whenever he's working on that short turn meter, he's obviously quite a bit faster and, um, you know, speed becomes much less important. So, you know, kind of load him up with some crit chance, some good crit damage, and I think you'll be good there. And not to mention, like I said, uh, that ability is awesome. The uh, the calling in an ally because it's on a pretty, sh- pretty short cooldown does really good damage, turn meter gain, foresight. Like, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited to see what these guys are like. And then the other thing is um, Sunfuck has counter. So every time he counters Foresight, he is going to be annoying as all hell. It might be a good idea to stack him up with some tenacity so that he can be sure to counter and hopefully resist any daze, stun, shock, or anything like that that may prevent him from countering. And one of the best parts about his counter is that one of his abil- his basic ability, which was super awesome when he first came out, because it's one of the first ones to do this, but n- no requirements, just a basic dis- dispel yeah. on, his, on his basic. Yeah. Just you hit him, and he counters, and whatever you had is... Yep. Very so, annoying. 
It he Sunfak is a great tank. I just have never had the time or taken the time to gear him. Yep. But he's he oh man, when he first came out as a uh I believe he was an erodium. Yeah. He yeah, was I think he was so good. Yeah, he's he was just he was good. so good. Everyone had him in the arena. Yeah. It was so annoying. Especially when he would take a, a stormtrooper haunt against him. Because you'd he you would have someone else attack Sunfock and then he would shoot Han and get rid of his taunt, which basically yeah. ruined your turn meter train. Yeah. Oh, he was just just a big jerk. Um yeah. So that's the first ability, but then it's got another one to go on top of just giving him all that health, and that is this. Heavy alt artillery. Call heavy artillery to destroy target enemy and another random enemy. Destroy. Doesn't say do damage. That's, destroy. That sounds bad. That sounds like, hey, um, once this goes off, you're losing two out of your five people instantly. Yeah. Or they are. Or if you're on defense or you're on offense fighting this, you've got to hope they don't get it off. But call heavy artillery to destroy target enemy and another random enemy, which can't be evaded. When a Geonosian ally uses the inability, they reduce this ability's cooldown by one. This cooldown can't be reduced any other way. So basically, anytime a Geonosian goes, he's going to, it's going to reduce the cooldown of this. And this cooldown can't be reduced by any other way. It's shared across all Geonosian allies and starts on cooldown. So it starts with the three turn cooldown. Fourth turn, if three Geonosians go first, that fourth Geonosian can just totally annihilate. Well, it could actually be quicker than that because it doesn't say uses an ability on their turn. So, right, that's what the question I was going to ask. So, uh, there is a way if they're taking turns and your account, like if Sunfuck taunts on his first Mm -hmm. turn, I mean, that could even lower it. The so, yeah, a Sunfuck counter, a soldier calling in an assist. Here's what I like the idea of doing, because this is annoying anyway. Rex lead with the four Geonosians. <laughs> tenacity up. Get the uh, it, tenacity up. It Garrett. It helps ensure that you will have the assists called and the counters going, and you get the turn meter whenever you get critically hit, which just speeds things up that much more. Um, I mean, th- th- this is one of the fun parts about the fact that there's only four of them because you have to put a fifth yep. in there well you don't have to i think you, you have to on defense you don't have to on no, i don't think you have to on defense but you can play short on defense really i have never seen a team place on that's defense because it's shorter stupid. than five well yeah well that's that's <laughs> very true but i mean i mean people troll our poll questions with the lowest answer just because I'm sure there are people out there that would have set less than five at some point in a scene. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think, I think you have to do five on defense. I'm not 100% unsure on that, but yeah. But that makes, what I'm saying is it makes it interesting because we can theory craft that fifth spot. I'm like, who's going to be the best, either a leader for the Indian oceans or just the fifth person to put in there with them. Yep. If you're using the poggle as poggle as the lead. I mean, it's just, it's an interesting idea, and it's actually an idea that was a poll question. So we'll go over that when we hit the poll and see what ideas people have. But uh, 
yeah. here's something super cool. Be interesting. Here's the other thing I like about using the Rex lead is Rex gives bonus health. And with the Geonosians already gaining max health with other Geonosians, just stacking more on top of that, like it should be pretty spectacular. Um, I like that. A uh, couple other ideas that I see in the live chat is an old Ben Dodge. I really like that because of turn meter gain. Uh, that could be really fun. More turn, like I said, same thing with Rex. Turn meter gain leads to more often using abilities. Someone else said Dooku just because it would be annoying as all hell. Plus, you get some offense up. That could be pretty nice. Um, and someone else said GK lead with fives, soldier, Sunfock, and Barris. Yeah, that would be very annoying. <laughs> very annoying. Yeah, it would. Uh, oh man, I don't know. Crazy. Well, they also had another post about territory wars in Grand Arena. We already kind of talked about this in the calendar update, but I just want to mention what they said. They had three different things that they said, and basically, it started off with them saying they'd listened to the feedback over the last few months as we talked about territory wars in Grand Arenas, and they're making some changes. Okay, and they listed three of them. The first one being. No more complete character bans for Territory Wars. So that whole thing that we, everyone, did not like at all. Yay. Gone. That's good. Never happening again. Not at least in that capacity. Now, they went on to say um, that we will also more heavily lean into focusing on bonuses and passives to really elevate some of the less used characters or just provide new utility to well-known characters. So they are kind of focused on those uh, faction bonuses or character bonuses. Um, they also said the character bans thing didn't work, but they're looking at other ways to do something or other ways to encourage you to use less common team comps. So I don't know what that means, but I guess we'll find out and uh, we'll see if people like that better. I don't know. Cool. I don't. I don't know what they can do to make that happen, but that is something that they mentioned. So. Uh, the second one was that they were adding more Grand Arenas starting in March. It says Grand Arenas, but it actually is one for this month. So we are going from two yeah. to three, which is definitely an improvement. Hell yeah, it so is. So I am happy with that. Very much so. So. This other thing. Yep. And this other thing would have helped me out in round one. So nice. Of, uh, it would have made me feel a lot better about the loss in round two of this current grand arena because in ground one, my opponent did not set a defense. Uh, and so for two days I was in grand arena, but sucks. I really wasn't doing anything. Yeah. So for those people that go into grand arena after the setup phase is ended, go to check out the defenses you're fighting against. And suddenly <laughs> nobody set a defense. Yep. Mm, it takes, it takes the air out of the balloon. No doubt. Everything just goes down. And it's really annoying but, if you have challenges or quests that you're trying to complete. Ugh. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Three rounds per Grand Arena. You lose a complete round trying to finish those things. It's just no bueno. Uh, so basically what they said is empty defenses is not fun. In the next couple of updates, they're working out bugs on a de deploy system so you always have a defense to fight against. Yay! Now, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say... Those people not setting defense uh, probably are okay with this happening. But I'm saying if you forget to set your defense by accident, I'm kind of curious what it's going to do 
what it's yep. going to do, like set all your best teams on defense, and then you're just kind of like, oh, well, that's a good question. Fun. Maybe you can, maybe you can win on defense if it to- throws all your best teams in there, and hopefully knock out a few wins on offense. And I'll be I honest, it's just going to be. I don't know why they couldn't just auto deploy a defense that you last used in Grand Arena. Like whatever defense that you had last in Grand Arena, just make that auto deploy in round one if you don't do anything. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I man, I'm just glad that you'll eventually we're always going to have a defense to fight. It'll be great. And let me just say this for everyone: this got asked a lot in our alliance this week. If you set a defense in round one, do not worry about rounds two and three. Yep. If you like your defense. Rounds two and three, if you set a round one defense, will auto set the defense that you had in round one. So you don't have to, you don't have to, you know, run, you don't have to go to the bathroom at work at, you know, 2.30 or whatever time it ends for you to set your defense really quick. Because it's going to auto-set. A lot of people didn't realize that. They thought the auto-deploy was broken because it doesn't set it in phase one. But phase two and three will auto-set the last phase's defense teams if you set them. So if you if you didn't set phase one and you set phase two, then phase three will set to phase twos. And it, so on and so forth. But for those of you that don't know, if you set a defense, the next round will set that defense again if you don't set a defense yourself. Yeah. There's that. Because I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I said it in round one, and I'm like, you know what? We're rolling with this all the way through. We're doing it. So, saves me time. And up until now, it worked beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> it Everything works great until it doesn't, so. Yes, exactly. All right, you ready to go to this next thing? I'm so ready. <laughs> Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. There we go. Poll time. Poll time. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. 141 responses this week. Let us down a little bit, guys. Yes, sir. It was a late, it was a late <laughs> post, though, so... Um, yeah, yeah. Long morning for me. Long morning for big me. Big shout out to Frost Virus for getting this put together for us. We really appreciate it, and you did one hell of a job yet again. And uh, as we move into question number one, March's logging character is Sith Marauder. What does this tell us about what's to come? Possible options of nothing. Sith month now comes every thirteen months. Sith capital ship incoming. Farm Sith ships. Or panic farm for Darth Revan. <laughs> what a landslide. Oh, it totally. And it's kind of funny because I think that the one that won and also the Sith month now comes every 13 months one, kind of both are correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um and as and as far as nothing goes, when was the last time a login character meant nothing? Mm, can't recall. Yeah, exactly. It's always means something. Well, lately it's always meant something. So if it doesn't mean something this month, I would be very 
surprise. So. Yeah, so the biggest response was obviously Panic Farm for Darth Revan at 65%. 25% people said Sith Capital Ship incoming farm Sith ships. Um, and I also want to mention uh, Cyberpunk puts in the live chat, Evan Hawk. Uh, obviously, really popular ship. You always hear it whenever people start talking about a Sith ship and possible legendary or something. So that is a option as well. Instead of a capital ship. So, who knows? We'll see. Very true, very true. So. Uh, what was question number two? Question number two. And uh, <laughs> it's Friday night. And we know what happens on Friday nights sometimes. Ooh. There was a rumor around the community, especially with some some image I guess I saw someplace, about on March 1st, there's going to be a puzzle. Well, it's... 9.46 on the Mountain Standard Time, so 8.46 on the West Coast, where CG is at. There has been no puzzle reveal tonight. It's, it's so... But many times, I think twice now, a puzzle has dropped in the middle of our podcast. So totally we don't true. know if it's not coming, but it has not... If they're going to drop a puzzle Count tonight, it hasn't dropped yet. So the question was, how likely do you think there is... That's there will be a CGSB crumb puzzle tonight, 3 1 2019. And uh, we got our classic bell curve. You're just that, that, yep. that one that peaks at four and then starts going back down. Yep. Yeah. Not surprising. However, 31% of people said four, yep. 25% said five, and 20% said three. And then it falls off from there to one. So. So almost a lot of people. Fifty-seven percent of totally people sure. was four or above. So I mean, pe- people are expecting a crumb puzzle puzzle to come here pretty soon. No, I would assume that there's probably one coming in the next week, at most two weeks. So yep. that's where what I think. At least. Yep. So indeed. Next question. Next question. Is G- Gina, <laughs> that was that right. was my cue to you. Uh, Geonosians are joining the territory war with some additional bonuses. Are these bonuses going to make up for the lack of power for the faction? Uh, possible options of no, that team is wretched, and I'm not sure anything will make them good. Eh, I'm not sold on the new <laughs> abilities, or yes, I am looking forward to the power of those. Who thought up the Death Star? <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing about this is with the no answer. Okay. It says no. That team is wretched, and I'm not sure anything would make them good. If it was just bonuses to like their stats and their health and all that, I might completely agree with that answer. But the fact that they added in a completely new ability, yes, that destroys two people. Mm-hmm. It. it they definitely came up with something that added to that faction to make them good. Totally so agree. They could, they did. There was something that could be added. Now, if they hadn't added something to their kits, like an ability to use, I would be a lot more skeptical. But the fact that they added a new button to push, I think, says something about it. So. I one hundred percent agree with you. So fortunately, two and a half percent of people. Yes, two and a half people percent of people said yes i am looking forward to the power of those who thought up the deaths that's a pretty big percentage um i mean that's yeah 
It's not quite two thirds, but damn near. I mean, that's a pretty significant portion. Thirty-two uh, percent people said not sold on new abilities, um, and then you know the other six percent said no, it's wretched. Um, man, June Ocean's have always been pretty good in this game. Actually, uh, this may be surprising for a lot of people, but I mean, Sunfog has been in the meta. Juno's Soldier has been in the meta. I've used I used Poggle on my arena team for a while. Uh, <laughs> I remember offense up yep. right. You s- offense up for Lando. Heck, yeah. Wasn't that what it, yes, you were doing it, was, it for? And it was nasty too. I love that team. Um, I got it on. So like, there's always been options. They offer things and bring stuff to the table for sure. It's just they're so outclassed by other characters, but their abilities are still pretty good. So I am. I didn't think it would take much to make them good. I definitely think this is going to make them ridiculously awesome and very fun. Yeah, it's it's. I think it'll definitely be fun. Yeah. So. I agree. All right. So next question is: There are four Geonosians and five spots for them. Who is the fifth member for your team? Uh, there were a crap ton of options. Amelin, Holdo, B1, Battle Droid, Bear Safi, Chewbacca, Count Dooku, Emperor Palpatine, Infa's Nest, Ewok Elder, General Kenobi, Han Solo, L3, Old Daka, Old Ben, and someone not listed. Surprisingly, I, I like most of these options, but um, man, 32% said someone not listed. Um And it's funny if you go look at if you start scrolling through the uh the list of the people that people put in there the biggest one that people uh say to put in there is B2. Really? I think he had like uh about 10 different votes. Wow. Which is weird because, you know, w- with write-ins if they're not written the exact same, it doesn't count them as the same vote. So I'm sitting there scrolling uh... through the all these ones and it's just the many different ways that all of our listeners wrote in on the po- the poll B2 Super Battle Droid. So there's just a lot of B2s. Uh, one of the ones with the higher counts is Rex, which you talked about. Yep. Um, IG-88 was another with his leader ability, I mm-hmm. believe. And Hermit Yoda was another one. Yeah, all pretty good choices that I could totally see. Um as for the options that we gave gave up, uh, Count Dooku was 21%, followed by B1 at uh, 12%, and Old Ben at 11%. Infa's Nest came in next at 10%. Uh, the rest were all quite a bit lower than that. The first person that came to my mind to put with this team okay. was L337. Okay. That was my initial thought because I, my assumption, I didn't think even think about another leader. I just assumed I'm going to throw Poggle in as the leader, which I don't know why I didn't think just use a different leadership, but with Poggle as the leader, Droid and Geonosians gain 30% offense. That doesn't even help her. So I don't know why I thought that, but I just thought it would be really interesting to have Sunfock tanking and uh, L3 tanking. If, Geo Spy and Geo Soldier could be putting out the damage that we know that they can. Yeah. So if those two are hidden behind those two, 
when they're a Poggle lead, getting their 30% offense from Poggle's leadership, mm-hmm. I think that could be pretty deadly. Could but be. I don't know that that was really... I don't know what the answer was. L3 got two votes, two votes. on the uh, the poll there. So Cool. Not too bad. Just initial thought. I don't know. What was your initial thought? Rex, yes, right? Yes, Rex. Turn meter, turn meter, turn meter. Gotcha. Get through those three turns and last them. <laughs> Can't touch. It's Sun Fack, not Fock. I have always called him Sun Fock. Nope. I will keep <laughs> calling him Sun Fock. Yeah. He has, he has wings. He's more like a hawk. Fock, hawk, yes. fitting. This... Not a fack. I don't even know what a fack is. Um, um, real question here. Did you just come up with that? Come up with what? The hawk, fock yes. thing? Okay, I just making sure. Because <laughs> it seemed like a, you know what, this will work. <laughs> I, I read F-A-W-K in chat. This is perfect. Pretty much that that's pretty much the uh, logic that went on upstairs. Um <laughs> all right, next question. EA had more to say on the territory wars and Grand Arena. What do you think is the most interesting update? Uh no more complete character bans, increased frequency of events, Grand Arena auto deploy, or we've heard your feedback over the last couple of months. Um this is wasn't a landslide, but I mean, uh, by a pretty good margin, increased frequency of events, went out with almost 38%, uh, at 29%, the no more complete character bans. Um, that was basically two thirds of all possible answers. Um, and then the last third was 20% grand arena auto deploy and only 13% of people were excited that they hear our feedback. Well, you know, it's funny because whenever they do quality of life updates, sometimes they reach in the depths of Reddit and the forums and pull out some quality of life updates that I didn't even know I wanted that have been asked for a lot. So I've always known that they listen to feedback, but obviously it doesn't mean that everything we say is going to be changed the way we want it. So I know they listened. It's just nice to see some of those changes Outside of quality of life, moving into frequency of events being one. Yeah. Um. So. Indeed. So maybe we. So maybe we all start uh, this a petition to get galactic bounties more often than we get. Ooh, would, that would be nice. Because, I mean, they're not on. They're never on the calendar. Like, or if they are, they're not on March's calendar. So. And I need to finish Infos like Nest, more so them. that would be great. Bring those events yeah. around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I want more Visa's Mars shards, please. I don't want to farm her hard node. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So there you go. All right, why don't you take this next question? All right, contact protocol returns. Are your Ewoks ready? The answers we had were, I've been preparing since the characters released. Hear my Ewoks roar, or sorry, hear my Ewoks chirp. 100% getting them. Uh, Seven-star Ewoks, only concerned that I might need to gear them further. 80% belief that they're going to get them. I have been farming Ewoks madly. Logray needs to show up in the store more often. I've seen that 
from a lot of people. Uh, that's a 50% belief that you're getting them. So could get them, could not get them. And the last, I have been farming Ewoks madly. Or no, that's not it. Spending my energy farming other priorities, 0% chance of getting them. And then the last one, already got him. Do you even mod, bro? Uh, already got him, ran away with it. It's almost 70% of people already had them. So for those people, I'm glad that uh, you didn't need uh, all the help or you, whatever. I'm glad that you guys got them. But there are all the, still those people out there looking for them. And as far as those other sections go, 12% was the second with uh, of people saying they were 100% going to get C-3PO, followed by, and it went total range. 12, 12% said that they were 100% getting them, and the next highest slice of pie was spinning my energy farming other priorities, 0% chance of getting them. So some of those newer players not getting C-3PO, some of those players that did not get him seven stars or maybe didn't unlock him the first time around, getting him 12, 12% chance of getting them. And then the last little chunk of pie that's uh, just a little bit under the no chance is the 80% chance that they're just worried about gear. So I... I think most, well, not most, obviously, from the poll, but I think a lot of people are on that train of thinking where Chewbacca's event and C-3PO's event were both very hard. So even if you have good Ewoks, you're probably still worried, hey, maybe I don't have enough gear on them if you don't have them gear 12. So we'll see how that goes for those people. But yeah, that is where that goes. That is where that happens. Now, this next question talks about my talks about something we'll talk about in the next section so we're going to skip that one and we'll move down to with the clone wars cartoon restarting soon we could see some renewed interest in some older factions what faction would you like to see reworked next answers were separatists separatist droids rework their new rework clone troopers galactic republic jedi tunes like iola could be given strong clone synergies to make both factions better none of them Luke needs an X-Wing. He blew up a Death Star. There would be no KOTOR stuff without him. Put him in the game already. Blasphemy. Uh, both Galactic Republic Jedi and clones uh, need more Anakins. Senators. What? Galactic Republic Jedi, but adding missing council members like Shakti and uh, Conehead. I say Conehead because I can't remember his name right now. Kai, uh, Kai Adi Mundi. Kai Adamundi. Yeah, Shakti and Kai Adamundi. Those are the two for sure we know aren't in there. And the last one is Jawas. Okay, well, come on. Come on. Uh, Runaway, 50% of people said clone troopers. Everybody wants those clone troopers to be reworked. They're a good faction now, but they really aren't great. And they're really not used for a ton right now. But they are a very beloved faction, so I'm really not surprised to see that many people want clone troopers. And then the second piece of the pie was actually Galactic Republic Jedi. Tunes like Ayala uh, giving strong clone synergies to make both factions better. You know, that is actually a really good way to kind of rework the clones without actually reworking them. If they've made those clone synergies from the Clone Wars Jedi better, like uh what's his name plo Koon has some already uh kayata mundi does i believe off the top of my head but if they were to take those things and kind of morph them even better with the clones that would i that would be real cool to me so for the most part 
Clone Wars cartoon, people thinking about that in factions, they want either the clones reworked or the Jedi's to work with the clones. So a lot of people really, really want clones to be better. Indeed. That's what I gathered. I mean, the next highest one. So between those two, that's 48% and 36%. The next highest one was only 6%, and that was Separatists. Yep. And so like Dooku and Asajj and all and this, then new. specifically Separatist droids was next with four percent. Uh, rework the rework, people say. Yeah, people want that rework reworked. I don't know why. I as far as I've seen, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's just not a Revan killer. So I don't understand that one. But whatever. Very cool. Um, all right. Now it's time to get to a couple SO specific questions regarding trivia. So due to the Kahoot issue, um, we kind of had to change things basically. And we want your opinion. We want to know how much effort we need to put into doing whatever we're going to do next with trivia and how that's going to go forward. So we asked, what is your favorite kind of trivia questions? Possible options of lightning rounds, riddles, short answer slash multi-choice, name that tune, don't like trivia, whatever the great Tash chooses, all hail Tash, yay! Uh, Podcast listener uh, questions and short answer, but not multiple choice questions. So there were basically four that were far and away the top choices here. Uh, 30.5% said the short answer slash multiple choice. Then it was 26% that said name that tune, and that's the ones with the clues reducing point values as you get more clues. Uh, 25% said the riddles, which Tesh has been into seriously lately. And lightning round was 15.6%. I personally love lightning round. It's my favorite. Uh, what is your favorite and did anything here surprise you? Nothing really surprised me. Um, I did, I mean, I'm actually kind of surprised to see lightning round up that high, but maybe that's because I didn't like it. Maybe. Because I would be destroying you and somehow you'd come back. (laughs) So I don't like, oh, oh yeah. So good. Loved every second. (laughs) Please give me more of it. I want it all. No, no, no. Um, I do really like name that tune. That name that tune is a really fun. I one. suck at it, um, but I do like it. And I'm really, really digging riddles lately. I mean, I suck at them, but it does make you think really hard. Yes. And just the the uh, the way that they've been putting their work into those the they're last good. few weeks, they're really good. Um, they're yep. fun. They're fun. And I hate riddles normally, so I mean, you're making something I hate something I like, and you know that's good for everyone. That is totally true. Less good night punk complaining than. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. All right. So I like I like the uh, answer in here. Whatever great Tesh chooses, all hail Tesh. Yeah. Uh, I'm so surprised that that got put in there. Got one vote. I wonder who that was. <laughs> yeah. I, who voted for themselves? I mean, who voted for that? <laughs> um, so the other trivia question was what format do you prefer trivia to be in? And there were a lot of options here as far as community participation, a.k.a. Uh, Kahoot or something. 
community participation, host only, host first guest, uh, getting the audience more involved, just various options. But almost 40% of people said the community participation, which is like the Kahoot version of trivia where you guys get to do it with us. That was 40% of people. So that was the biggest chunk of the pie by a long shot. Next, at 24%, we had the host only, where we have the multi-week sessions and, you know, the season-based trivia. as we called them. And do point totals over, say, four weeks and see who who ends up on top. And then uh, host versus guest. Those are the single episodes, of course, wherever we have a guest on, which we always love doing whenever we have a guest on. Those are a ton of fun. Oh, those are so fun. I love get. I love trivia against guests. Although even though Esso does not do well, destroyed. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah like, I say lately we've been just yeah, getting known. That's but that's a whole, whole whole different issue. Whatever you know what you if you want people to come back, you can't embarrass them. Yeah, right. That's true. That's true. We we like guests coming back, so that's a good <laughs> point. Fifteen uh, percent of people said uh, community a- participation, multi week seasons. Um, so the the rest had pretty minuscule answers, basically like one apiece, I think, for the rest of them. Uh, well, for for me, as far as this question goes, it gets boring beating you every week. So it's it was, I liked community participation more yep. because then I had actually had some people to compete with. All right. you know? <laughs> so. Funny. So I have mixed feelings on this. <laughs> uh, I I like the way we can do it one on one because of the type of questions that we get. Kahoot didn't really allow yeah, for the yeah, type yeah, of questions sure. that I thought were the most fun. Some of the fill in the blank or just wider variety of answers rather than, hey, you got a 25% chance of getting it right. Um, so that's where <laughs> I'm kind of mixed on this. But it is so awesome getting to see how everyone else did in trivia and getting to compare our scores to the other person's. I would love to find something that allows us to have a wider variety of answer types and still, you know, uh, compete against everyone. So we'll see. Hopefully we'll find another option because uh, Kahoot's just not able to do it at the moment. Um, unfortunately, it, you know, it was really good and it worked great for a while, but I'm sure there's something else out there that we can find that hopefully caters to trivia a bit better even and so so there are a lot of you out there so if you know of something let us know and then we'll look into it because if you didn't know the only reason we found out about kahoot in the first place was from a apple Podcasts review so there you go hmm indeed it was mentioned in an Apple podcast review. Hey, why don't you try Kahoot for trivia? And then we went on and we did it and we loved it. But here we are now. So if you want to leave an Apple iTunes review, even if you don't know a quiz answer or a quiz app, we would love to have your reviews on our podcast. Because as always, it helps us push us to the top of those search results. So anyone that doesn't listen to this show can by searching. So small plug. Small plug. Just anyway, let's move on. We like plugs. Um, I wanted to mention this. There was a question in the feedback. Why do you prefer Twitch over YouTube? Well, I could tell you this much because Twitch has never sent me an email because Wink's internet was bad and banned me for one day. That's true. So yes. 
They're like, oh, someone had bad internet. They're spamming. No, Twitch Twitch has never had that problem for us, never given us yep. an issue. Um, I just like Twitch more. It's been it's just been, had all the integrations we need built yep. into Twitch. We've built the community here. Go flop flip flopping back and forth. Just we want everyone to know where we're at. We're at we've been on Twitch for a while now. This is where we stay. This is where all our subs yep. are and all that kind of stuff. So that's why I like Twitch better. I don't want to say that YouTube's bad. They've gotten way better since we were on it. I mean, they've got the super chat now. They got yep. the uh, do- no donations in there now. Oh, they got all kinds of cool stuff on YouTube's uh, sure. stre- uh, streaming. But I just like Twitch better. Um, and so the Twitch does work really well for the podcast. There's no doubt about it. It's so good. Of course, we still upload it to YouTube, so you can go back and listen to that after the live show. Uh, I-, I think if you know eventually, um. You know, we may try like some different streams on YouTube at some point. Maybe if I get internet to where I can start streaming Grand Arena, maybe I'll try that on YouTube or something. Just kind of see how it goes just for comparison's sake and just, you know, see how many people listen there versus, you know, here on (laughs) Twitch. Um, So, uh, yeah. Moss Landic. Well played. Wink equals known spammer. This is true. I, I can't argue. I can't argue. Um, In the eyes of YouTube. Yeah. yeah. One last answer to your questions and the feedback. Um, seeing the in podcast streams faster is my only request. I love to watch live, but it's late so that I can usually not do more than 30 minutes. This is literally the only time that I get that I can do it. So I'm, I I know it sucks and more people would watch it if we did it earlier, but the problem is I, uh, I'm, you have a crappy dad as well. Yeah. I'm a dad and I am watching kids by myself till late into the night. And so, uh, I cannot just, it's really hard to get four year olds to put themselves to bed. So, um, I'm working on it. I'm really starting to train You'll them get up there to, in a you few know, years. put their pajamas on and get in their beds themselves, but we're not there yet. So yep. we'll, uh, in a few years, we'll probably, and I it's fun. We have an audacious five-year plan here on the podcast. So absolutely, we're working towards low earlier streams. So that, how about that? <laughs> I'll give you that much. The road ahead, I mean, sorry, road ahead is that we are working on earlier streams in our audacious five-year plan. Indeed. So, uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> like I said, man, for me, internet's a big issue. I would like at some point, uh, whenever I get internet that's more reliable, because like right now, whenever I try to stream, you know, gameplay or something, it does not really go very well. Um, it would be awesome if at some point we could find a way to do some other sort of live stream, you know, maybe start streaming Grand Arena and stuff like that at various times or something. Uh, you know, we're always open to the idea of expanding and, you know, uh, who knows? We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll see where things go, but, uh, yeah, this is kind of where we're at. I like Joker's comment in chat. By then Wink will have gotten married and have little <laughs> kids. <laughs> so then we'll still be going late yeah. because we got to wait. Exactly. Actually, you already do it really late, so you'd be fine. That that is true. Yeah, it's a eleven fifteen here currently. Um, yeah, I always do it late. I have to, you know, I gotta, I gotta, 
We got a trooper through due to our time difference. The time difference is the worst. I hate it. At least it's only an hour right now. At least only an hour. Since it's I don't do daylight savings today. time, it really gets really crappy. Yeah. But, but for, actually, whenever we change times, it'll be a little bit beneficial for me because I have so much other crap going on. Doing the podcast an hour later will actually be kind of nice. Um, I'm actually kind of looking forward <laughs> to it, at least until I get moved and everything. Um, so, yeah. yeah. All right. What do we got next? Do you have a sounder for this thing that we don't even have? <laughs> well, of course I do, because I I, I read um, there, there was somebody, Can't Touch 420, I believe it was you, that said you're about to be level 85, so Grand Arena's about to open up. And if you're not level 85 yet, I would say you fall under this category, so I think this is the obvious drop to play. Hey, boys. Right. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> oh, yes. Very big tips for our uh, our newbie players. Um, yeah. As well as hot JTR action. So, <laughs> <yeah>. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Love some hot JTR JDR action. So here's the deal. 3v3. You redid your graphic, which you can find on our Discord channel. I will post it on shatteredorder.com. I do actually have a, uh, a grand arena page set up on Shattered Order that has your old 3v3 image. I will get the new one posted um, so people can go there and always check it out. Uh, so why don't you so, tell yeah, everyone you about hear. this lovely eyegasm Thing. Yeah, I guess awesome. beautiful. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> after I released my initial Goodnight Punk 3v3 team ideas, it was very basic. It was just all the teams that I had thought of in my head without reusing characters. So, because if I just, if I reused characters, it would have, this list, this would be twice as big as it is now because we could just go and go and go. So, I kind of, the, the plan for the, the sheet was to not, reuse characters and just kind of say hey if you have these characters you can build these teams and if you set it up in your squad uh management tool you could set all these teams up have them there and use them at will when you're setting your defense when you're setting your offense whatever so it wouldn't it wouldn't overlap and you wouldn't have to worry about that um uh obviously when it first came out i said you know r2d2 is not on there you don't see him um, you don't see, uh, R2-D2 is not on there. C-3PO is not on there. Nest isn't on there. And the reason for that, and something that Wink mentioned to me that I should, man, let's do that. Okay. So use your words. Some, oh, sorry. I just saw the poll question still rolling on the screen. Um, but basically the idea was that those are characters that, Hey, if you don't have this character geared, they are utility players, right? You yes. can throw them in in their place in most cases and be okay. C-3PO, Rebels, Resistance, uh, Jawas, you know, it's, he's got a lot of places he can go for his utility. R2-D2 has a lot for him as well. Nest, you can just do whatever you want with. Um, so that's why they're not on this, because they're kind of just plug and plays. Um, 
But what I did is I went through and I put a colored banner behind every team. Uh, red for defense, blue for offense. Why did I pick those colors? Red is like a stop sign. That's why I put that red for defense. Blue for offense, because red and blue are shattered orders colors. So that's the way I decided to do it. If you were wondering, a lot of people thought red should be offense. Um, I don't see it. And obviously that's why I didn't do it only because I, when I see red, I immediately think stop. So I, uh, but, uh, a lot of people think red for offense. So I'm kind of rethinking what I'm going to do with version three of this graphic. So if you didn't know, still molding this graphic, still doing things, uh, if you go to discord.me slash shattered order, there's a full channel now for people to provide feedback for the image. If you think a team is better with a switched out character or you want to move someone from one place to another, every single piece of feedback you guys have for me on the teams or what to do to the graphic next to make it better, uh, I'm totally down for that. Uh, one thing I know I'm going to do is move all the blues into their own row and all the reds into their own row and kind of make it more unified to show instead of just kind of peppered across the whole thing. Um, that way it's easier to follow. Uh, I kind of want to think about counter ideas and the way to put those maybe under the team in text, uh, hard counters to those teams. Yep. Um, just a lot of stuff going on, but I wanted to kind of talk about our experience in grand arena in three V three, look at some of these teams. If you use them, um, if you would change them, uh, what you would change it to and just uh, go over basically basic three V three stuff. I like it. So I'll start. Do you, you, what do you do? What do you use for your boss team? Uh, my boss, it kind of depends on what I need to deal with. So uh, it, what I decide to do with them entirely centers around Boba Fett because Boba is such a unique character because he has the ignore taunt. He is awesome against night sisters that have zombie because zombie does the auto revives twice. If you execute them with Boba, no longer an issue and he can ignore taunt. So generally, um, I like to use Bosk and Boba with uh, Dangar. That's generally my three character team. And I like to use them against a Night Sister team because, like I said, they do great at healing. They great, do great at, you know, healing themselves back up to get rid of Plague. And Boba is just so freaking fantastic at getting around the annoying part about zombie. So that's kind of generally where I start thinking about my team because I always use them on offense because of the health and protection recovery. I love that sort of stuff on offense, as I've discussed countless times in the past. What about you? Um, I actually, Since I don't have Imbo on my main account uh, leveled and geared, I actually do use the Dengar team. Um, I think I would still use Imbo... Well, see, I was just thinking about this while you were talking. I might change the graphic and put Dengar in that spot because the next team on the list is an offense team using uh, Zam, Greedo, and Dengar. And I have Dengar in there because of his mini mind mayhem and all of the... Awfully good with Zam. Um, yeah. But you can also throw Cat in there. And he also, whenever he evades, throws out a uh, thermal plus whatever 
under Zam's lead does thermals, he can do that as well. So he might be a good one to have there moving Dingar into that other spot. And then I was just thinking, would a, I think that leaves a Django Imbo one more bounty hunter team that I could add to the graphic. Yes. Um, might be one that not a lot of people have. I mean, there's tons, there's tons of those on this picture that I'm sure not a lot of people use, but Django, let's see who else is left here or a sing would be maybe a third on that team. I would probably use that for offense. doesn't seem like it would be great on defense, but Django's leadership is always a good one, especially yep. for offense. So that might be one that I throw on there as well. Then it, you could kind of switch it around to have three bounty hunter teams if you are heavily invested in bounty hunters. I wish there was an easy way to show characters that would be interchangeable in other teams because like what we're saying, I mean, depending on what bounty hunter leaders you have, it's totally going to, to you know, change where you may put characters like Dangar or Boba Fett. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those those versatile characters, it's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's totally dependent, basically. Um, maybe there needs to be a kind of just in general uh easy to swap character tag that you can put on them just to let people know that they can easily swap uh with other characters inside that faction especially because there are a lot of characters you know that are I could so do right their faction put, I could probably put a line right down the middle of the circle with one half being one guy's head profile and the other half being a the other one and kind I of like switch that. them around that way. That's pretty good. So, yeah, that's one way I could probably do it. But not a bad idea. Um, what do you do? Do you use the crew, uh, first order executioner, Xylo team? Yes, absolutely. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that is. It's so good. It might be my so favorite three v three team. It is. It is absolutely kick ass. I mean, good luck. You you have to take out. Fox first and then deal with the rest. If you leave him around too long, I mean, he will rock your world, man. So it, I, I like that that team kind of forces you into a certain spot. And if you have double Zetas on crew can make it difficult to get over to Fox. So yeah, I, that is one of my favorite teams. Elton blue says you, stuck on it right now, got rid of Kylo, but cannot kill the other two. And that's kind of crazy that you got rid of Kylo which Kylo? Kylo Ren and Mast or the Xylo? Because if you got rid of Xylo first, that is absolutely insane to me. Yeah, uh, he's he's annoying. Um, and <laughs> yeah, very, um, very tough. The next team I had on there was uh, Phasma, First Order Officer. Yep. And great team. Um, first Order Tie Pilot. Tie Fighter Pilot. Yep. Yeah, that one works out really well with your leftovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking for something that's relatively, if you have a team you're fighting that's relatively easy to beat and you don't want to use one of the better teams, Phasma lead has always been one of my favorite leads in the game, but using her with first order as well, really well. It works out really well, especially with that extra damage from uh, type first order type fighter pilot 100%. and uh, turn meter reduction plus turn meter swap with first order officer. It's just a good team for offense, especially with yep. leftovers. And I want to... This clone one, man. I know you don't like clones. Hate and them. clones pretty much don't have a place in most things right now. 
this team right here, I can tell you this much on offense, really, really good for me. Like I have Rex's data. I didn't put it on here as something you need because who needs Rex's data, right? But Rex, Rex I have Rex's data. data. I keep saying Rex. I always mix up fives and Rex. No, fives. Um, The team of Cody, uh, Echo, and fives. Gotcha. Love it for offense because there's it's just it wrecks those if someone sets a back back wall team that they were just put there so that they had more for offense this team will roll through like every i've no, i don't think i've ever lost with this team on offense as long as i made sure there wasn't a direct counter on the other team to what they do and so echo's really extremely good for clone teams i mean he is he is really awesome so that i mean i think that's a pretty good comp just because, um, you know, Rex is going to be better suited elsewhere. You can put anyone with him. So uh, Echo has to have clones. So I think that is definitely the logical next choice. The, o- the only change I might make is removing fives and putting in uh, who's the de- uh, ca- clone the sergeant? Captain. Clone sergeant. That's clone sergeant. Yeah. Because fives, if you have Zeta Barris, General Kenobi, fives, and Zeta Barris. Um, go piss off. That team is annoying as all hell. If you don't have uh, a resistance team to expose them, it's it's hell. It's absolute hell. Um, well, so what I did without putting fives on the Zeta Barris General Kenobi team was I put Ayala on that team because she also counters and she stuns. So that's a good point. If you weren't going to throw fives in that team. I think Ayala is a good one in that team because A, she's a Jedi, so she gets all the bonuses, and on top of that, she counters and stuns. Yep. So you still have an annoying character in there with them. It just frees up fives if your fives is good to be with uh, the clones still. I think Ayla is so. the third best option for that team uh, with fives and Hermit Yoda Ooh, being the so two the, battle oh, Hermit Yoda, yeah. And yeah, for me, the problem is that well, those two characters can be probably better used elsewhere as you mentioned yeah and one of the better parts to uh also for anyone that is we're curious where to find this from us besides a there's a grand arena page on the website b if you're in our discord go to announcements if you can scroll up and find it you can find it there if you don't want to scroll go to the pinned pinned uh messages and it is in the pinned messages so you'll find you, it pretty easy you don't have but, a way to bring this up on the live stream do you Oh my gosh, what am I doing? I have it queued up on the live stream. I just didn't bring it what up. Is there it is. Wrong okay, with it's you? on the live stream go. now. All I, right. You know, come on. But we were talking, we've talked about General Kenobi or, and Zeris, that team. We've talked about clones. So let's talk about the, your option for that team, Hermit Yoda, and also the Rex, another clone, Rex. I, I use Hermit Yoda with Rex and Wampa myself. Unbelievable. Um, team. Yeah, that one, forget about it. Especially if they're rebels. So, I I, I love that. Team. I have an issue with that team though. Wampa can do everything himself. <laughs> exactly. You don't need anyone else yeah, with Wampa. Yeah. People always leave a rebel team that's mediocre, and you only need Wampa. Um, I usually use Wampa with Stormtrooper Han. Uh, just because the turn meter gain just making Wampa go more. He womps. But 
Hermit Yoda, I think, is too versatile for me to put him on that team. Now, if you have a tough Rebel team, yeah, by all means, because that team will absolutely just lay waste. Uh, it is unbelievable giving him that much more tenacity, extra offense, you know, just making him that much more difficult to deal with and not to mention being able to heal him back up and the fact that he heals his bonus protection. Man, that is that really is just an absolutely fantastic team. But I do think in most cases it is probably going overboard. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely cranking it up to eleven. But man, it's it's just so good. Yes. And I want to go off something that we're just kind of bouncing around the graphic at this point. But I want to talk about something someone mentioned in chat. Um, Night Sisters, the yes. Asajj Asajj Acolyte Zombie Team see it all the time on defense um it is it's a rough one if you miscalculate what you're doing it can totally bomb you and yep. uh i witnessed that earlier tonight i won't say from who but <laughs> that can happen so that team is it's 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 crazy on defense now that's one i see often but one i don't see often and it's on here for a reason and every person that i've seen put it on defense has gotten at least two to three defenses with it. At least they've shown me two to three defenses. I haven't seen any ones because I don't know, maybe they just wouldn't show me ones, but I have seen some insane defense stats from Talzin, Daka, Night Sister Spirit. Uh, the stuns from Spirit, all the healing from Daka, on top of the plague from Mother Talzin, that team is out of control as far as defense goes. Now, if I had Spirit geared, I would definitely be using this team. I don't have spirit geared, so the best thing I would have to put in there is a initiate at gear nine, so I don't. Excuse All me. right, so I, I only got one defense, or I basically got zero defenses. That They beat it with one team. I did put that team in, and, uh, of course, my spirit is, like, gear seven, level 80 or something. It's pretty pathetic. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know... Yeah, I wish I could search through our alliance and all the pictures I've been sent just to pop a few up on there. But I would love to get more info on that team if you guys use it. So yeah, I, I've, everything I've ever seen is good. People don't always show the bad, obviously. They kind of just skip over that if it didn't work. So I've only seen good things. Uh, if you think it's bad, let me know. But that is one well, that I would say definitely try and see how it works for you. The annoying thing about spirit is the foresight. Um, you kind of have to have a team that deals with foresight because, man, she can get it a lot. So, very annoying. Um, uh, as far okay, so to uh, can touch his uh, message in chat about me not writing single file. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know what that's talking about. We're talking about. That is a shout out to Urzatron with his Tuscans. Uh, those Tuscans in 3v3, good times. I love Tuscans. I think I talked about last episode or the one before that where they were like one of my favorite things in Star Wars. Uh -huh. I will gear my Tuscans when there's five of them. Right now, I just can't see myself doing it. Not to mention, I have every character unlocked. The only one that I do not have unlocked is. Really? You don't even have them unlocked? Not I you know, all of the packs that I've opened, I have never gotten enough shards to even unlock. Huh, so interesting. 
it's kind of hard for me to even work, think about Tuscans when yeah. their only leader I don't even have. So totally the, fair. Totally. Fair. I do not. I do not ride single file, <laughs> even though I really want to. Yeah. So that's fair. No. Um. All right. So. Uh, here, here's one of, my, one of the teams that's my all-time favorite. Uh, I was talking to Tesh about this in our guild or our alliance chat, and it is the Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, Tarkin team. Tesh likes using Tarkin on his own. However, I do not. I love this team because it's a turn order team. You make Darth Vader super fast. He spreads debuffs. He gets full turn meter. He throws a saber. He clears them. Boom. People get turn meter. Tarkin goes. He inflicts debuffs, turns around, removes turn meter. And you can make a slow Emperor Palpatine go before the other team and put them in a stun lock ability block nightmare. And that team always does really well for me on offense or sorry, on defense. Um, it's one of those teams that if you don't go before it, you are in serious trouble unless you're using an overpowered team. And if you're using an overpowered team to beat it, then I win anyway. So that is one of my favorite defensive teams. All right. Say which team it was again. I was reading the chat and I lost track. It is the Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader and Tarkin team. Oh yes. Oh yes, man. I really need to gear Tarkin on my main. I still have not done that. Uh, it's always been a thought in my head, but I never go back to it. I have him gear 12, two Zetas on my on my alt account. Mm-hmm. That team right there with the, the, the one you mentioned, I love that team. So fun. Yep. Indeed. So. So uh, I think you need to tell us about your murder bears. Oh, the murder bears. This team, defense-wise... Rex always face. gets defenses. Oh, Hell always wrecking Yeah, face. it does. Chirpa, Wicket, Paplu. Woo! Forget about it. Chirpa, Wicket, Paplu. So nasty, nasty defense team. If you're not using so it, I mean, even if you have them gear nine, and if you throw a Zeta on them to get C3PO, if you want to throw them in the back, you're probably once they get to that, they still might misunderstand it or miss miss uh you can misjudge that team very for. easily. Judge! There you go. Yes, you or can misjudge that team very easily. Yes. So, underestimate, another good word. So, that one works too. So, here's the reason why it works so well. And it's entirely around Wicket. Um, his his uh, forced ambush, deal physical damage to all enemies. Ewok allies gain 10% turn meter for each critical hit scored. So, if you load... Wicket up with two things. Load him up with speed. You want him to go as fast as possible because he gives turn meter. Any character that gives turn meter is kind of the catalyst to make that team go. Load Wicket with turn meter and crit chance. Speed set, crit chance, crit chance, primary triangle, and you're off to the races, man. If you don't go before Wicket, you are screwed because he will make the whole team go. And the other thing is the other character on that team. Uh, oh my God. What is his name? Paplu or Chirpa. I, I don't remember all of them. Um, not Paplu. Oh, 
So I I use low grade and rather than Pablo. And here's the reason. Dispel all buffs and remove a 100% turn meter from target enemy. Inflict days on all enemies for two turns. This attack cannot be evaded. When you only have three characters and you have a fast wicket who is then giving low gray that much turn meter and he's then resetting someone else's turn meter, it really puts you in a hole. And not to mention it's you have the days. So it's not like you can give that other character turn meter back. Um, I God, I freaking love that team. It is just so so good because of the way the synergy works with the turn meter and the turn meter reduction, not to mention the assists and the heals and everything. It's just, I'll be honest, man, I'm late to the murder bears, but I'm all freaking in. They are just, <laughs> oh, they're fantastic. So there's a, a big old conversation going on in chat right now about Nest on offense or defense. Where do you use her? I put her on defense. Uh, I put her with... Um, Kira lead and uh, goggles chewy. And the reason being my nest isn't great. So she would get destroyed on offense. So I put her on defense, make it to where she can revive and be kind of annoying under Kira. I figure you have to at least use a decent team to make sure you take care of it. So that's kind of my strategy there. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's, I, the reason I say I think that Ness should be on defense is because in the last, this entire Grand Arena and the one before it, I've seen so many Kira-led teams with Nest on the team with over five defenses. It's crazy. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So. I, I will say this, though. Uh, like, when people start talking about the number of defenses their team has in Grand Arena, once you get over two, it doesn't matter. Last, my last Grand Arena battle, I think I spent 12 battles on a team. And it was in the first wave. And here's the reason. Uh, I kept sending in single characters because if you win with a single character, you get the bonus points for the max health, the max protection, and the empty slot. And... You know, if you win, great. If you don't win, you only lose one character, whoop-de-doo. I would rather just keep hammering at it with single characters to try to maximize my points uh, because you will get more points than that because you're not giving anything up by the more battles that you take. After two battles, you should pretty much just sandbag the freaking team and not give a damn what happens and try to beat it with one character, and that's it because that will maximize your points. So mm -hmm. even though it does lead to a big number on defenses, it's not really like, you know, they beat that many teams. It's more that you're trying to maximize your points. And um, I think a lot of people lose sight of that now. I, so to me, like if you have a team that gets to where it takes three battles to take them out, then you're obviously in a fantastic spot, but three, 12, 55, it doesn't freaking matter. It's all the same. Makes sense. The as far as the rest of the image goes, some notes there. I put uh, offense listed for RJT, Scavray, Holdo. That one is surprisingly good on offense. I use it on my alt because I actually have Holdo gear twelve seven starred. Interesting. Uh, that one is really fun. 
on either side. Uh, the other there, I listed four teams as both offense defense, and you'll see, you'll obviously can see why. Uh, CLS Han Chewy. I save it for offense because it's really if I see the team that I think is the going to give me the most trouble, that's usually the one I spend the rebels on. Um, Treya Nihilus Scion, which I've seen in chat, people are talking about maybe pulling out one of those to throw Thrawn in. Uh, I haven't had any trouble with that team on defense uh, so far, but that's just my experience going off what other people see. Maybe it sounds like a lot of people are having a different experience, so um, maybe that will be looked at again. But And then the last one, that offense and defense, is that um, Revan, Jolie, Yoda team. I just think that those three, four teams are just too good to give them a specific side to go on to. You could go either way with them. I actually kind of disagree with you. Um, what do you do with BB-8? That's my first question. He's, in real life? Well, in 3v3. <laughs> is baby, <laughs> I mean, he's I use, so good with RJT. I mean... Okay. I On my main account, RJT, BB-8, R2. That's the team I run. On my okay. alt account, since I have Holdo, I run the RJT Ray... Oh, interesting. So, and on this graphic, BB-8 is with the HK IG-86 team. Now, that one could probably get thrown out. I don't know how good that is. I don't know if anyone even uses it. Ooh. But, uh... Okay. It was one that I put together. So. Yeah. I think, uh, personally, I like using RJT with BB-8 and Resistance Trooper. Resistance Trooper is just fantastic. However, I know what you're saying. Uh, resistance troopers should go with Finn. No, Finn should be Finn with C3PO and Leia until they do the Finn rework. Then my opinion on this will obviously change, but that team just constantly gets turn meter because of the uh, Leia triple taps and double taps and all that good sort of stuff with the exposes. That's why I like that team. So I like putting BB-8 with RJT. As for the droids, you mentioned HK. I do HK, IG-88, and Jawa Engineer because Jawa Engineer is super fast. He almost always goes first, and therefore you're almost guaranteed to knock out some protection or health because HK and IG-88 both do AOE damage. And not to mention, um, that team is squishy as hell, so it's not like you're going to be able to sandbag it and gain protection and health back. Basically, once you start killing it, it's dead. And that actually works out to your advantage because the other team can't recover health and protection. Um, and I have one last complaint. CLS Han Chewy. I a uh, thousand percent agree with you about defense. If you're putting them on defense, that should be the team. If you are using them on offense, and I will admit that my opinion has changed on this, this grand arena, you should split them up. CLS is such a good character and has such a good kit that you can put other mediocre characters with him and take out really good teams because of how good he is. And Han and Chewie, I mean, they're basically a death sentence on the very first turn. So, um, you know, I just, I like taking those two and putting them with something else uh, mm -hmm. just because, I mean, you don't need much else to go with them. They're, 
You know, if I did take, let's say if I split that up, I would probably put, and he's not even on this graphic, Hot Han, if you have him geared, throwing him in with CLS. I like that. Very good. I like that. Because Hot Han with that Days on the Basic, the Revive, the Heal, might even switch him off to defense. Uh, even if you, you might even be able to throw CLS someone else and Hot Han on defense and be okay. Yeah. Whether that was interesting, Stormtrooper Han or uh, SRP would be another good one you could probably put with those three. So He's CLS, awesome. SRP, and uh, CLS, SRP, and Hot Han, Hoth Han, Captain Han, whatever you want to call him. I think that would be an d- interesting defense team for CLS. But yeah, yeah, I could see the reasons to split them up. I mean, but who would you use as a leader? Who do you use as a leader with just Han and Chewie? <laughs> uh last th- this past grand arena i haven't used a leader ability because i just use han and chewy well what more do you need uh-huh. i mean they're well i mean hot han's <laughs> uh grand arena quest you have to use them in in uh undersized teams you do so uh, that'll do that too like i said they're good they're so good um uh, here, here's another one that uh, shout out to uh Popeye, who I did the live stream with, which is, of course, on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Shattered Order, uh, or slash Shattered Order Pod. My bad, my bad. Links in description, whatever. So this team was unbelievably annoying. It was Candorous, Mission Vow, and Zalbar. Oh, my God. Like, that team, that team was incredibly annoying. Uh, If you have the resources to put that team together, I think it is a Fantastic 3v3 team. Which one? Candorous, uh, Mission, and Zalbar. Okay, Candorous, Mission, Zalbar. Yeah. The one I've listed good. on the screen is, is Kira, Mission, Zalbar, because of the scoundrel synergy as well. Yep. Because I really think that that actually leads me to another thing I wanted to mention. I only switched out one character on this entire graphic when I did the update, and that was I took out Juhani and threw Gamorian Garden with. Candor's Ordo and Cartho Nasi lead because of all the dots yep. and having a tank in there with them. Um, I'm really, oh gosh, I, I, my next gears that I really want to do. And obviously if, if our belief that Darth Revan is coming, I'm going to have to gear those two anyway. I really want to gear them to try that Karth Ordo Gamorrean guard team. Um, simply because of a, he does all the dots. Mine's gear 12 now anyways, so he'll be good to go. I think that would be a, a really interesting team. I bet, I'm willing to bet, not a lot of people have tried that team yet, though. Yeah. That that bottom corner with the Kira team and the Cartho Nasty team, I don't think a lot is going on there. Another one I'm really interested to hear from people if they have tried it is the uh, the target lock team. With IG88, IPD, and oh, T3. Yep. That is what I really like, but I really don't have geared to try. Um I mean you don't even need you don't even need Zetas on it except for the IPD Zeta Zeta. Uh, That's a good point. Because the IPD Zeta makes it so that if they're tar- if a person is target locked, they cannot gain buffs. It's the only Zeta that helps for target locked enemies on that team. So I think if you were to do that with that team or any with a, you know, uh, G 
general grievous team uh that could definitely be an interesting thing and that's another thing i need to mention i need to add grievous onto this and we i was yeah, talking to sure. people this week about what grievous teams are good on defense and as far as i saw grievous b2 b1 is a really good um really good defense team i would think joy at least from all the screenshots i saw tried to well the heels from uh bb8 is what i was told that, that that's or b2 b1 you mean but mm, yeah that's i don't that's think it was b1 they were talking about uh b2 gives turn meter i don't think he gives heels b1 gives the heels well, I'm looking it up now. So Go for it. We'll see. Um, so two <laughs> other teams that I want to mention that are just awesome. Uh, uh, God, what is her name? Basil Sean lead with Ezra and Old Ben. Multiple reasons. Old Ben gains taunt at the very beginning, so you have to take care of that. He gains 15% turn meter off the top, making him even faster to do his AoE. So if you have a fast Old Ben, pair, pair him with uh zeta basilashan fantastic and the other one is darth maul and lord help you if you have him zeta uh savage just i'll pass it's so annoying it's so annoying he he's like you you almost have to go with an overpowered team against that team because it's so frustrating to deal with. So, uh, yeah, I like those teams a heck of a lot. Um, Zara asked if the Grievous team holds his B1 start the next round with a hundred sacks of the battalion. And yes, I do believe it does because it is uh, at the start of each encounter, if I recall correctly. So, yeah, that is uh that that's a really good point. Um let's see what else is there. Uh Revan I generally try to use just Revan and Grandmaster Yoda against the team if possible because they're they're pretty dangerous. You can have one of them die once and it's not that big of a deal. Maybe not against another Revan team. Against another Revan, you would want to go with Joe Lee. I think uh, Joe Lee is the next logical choice. Uh, however, Hermit Yoda is also really good because Hermit Yoda will help ensure that you finish with 100% health, 100% protection. Does a really good job at that. Um, Joe Lee's not quite as good at that, but obviously helps dramatically in helping ensure that you win the battle. Uh, let's see. Those are really back. those are pretty much all of them that strike me as super interesting. Do you have any others that really stick out to you that you kind of want to talk about or have any thoughts about? There's only one more thing I want to two more things I want to talk about and then I'll be I'll be done with this until we update it again, but that is a the hot JTR action that I was speaking of from the very start of the show. JTR the reason I use her on offense with BB-8 and R2 because she will wreck shop on first order teams that have a crew lead or Bosque teams with a Bosque lead. 100%. Because that that turn meter reduction on her special, along with BB-8, who keeps giving her turn meter, you can just outright lock out turn meter on crew or um, 
crew or Bosk. And if you can't get to the point where they're going to take a turn, you bring in R2 to hopefully stun them and keep them from taking a turn then and take out everyone on the side and then go after them. And it works. I mean, I haven't... <laughs> I got wood here, so I'm going to knock on it. But every time I've used that team, RJT team on offense, it's taken out either a crew or a Bosk team fully maxed out gear 12 easily yeah. without the other Bosk or the crew even taking a turn. So that is Excellent. what I love about JTR because a lot of people set that team on defense and it's, if you need to get through it, JTR will take you through it easily. Yes. I, as long as you have the, the speed on her to make sure that she is able to either have BB eight go first and give her the turn meter to make her go or her fast enough to go lock out those two leaders and then you can pretty much dismantle the rest of the team. Yep, for sure. Um, and, you know, RJT, like I said, I don't think she ever put her on defense just because she's too important, too good against First Order, which is such a great defense team. Uh, R2 is the interesting one because he mixes in so many teams. And because I like splitting up CLS from Chewie and Han, I like to put R2D2 with uh, CLS and something else because it works really well. Helps you just control the match a little bit and, you know, works quite well. I agree. Now, the other one that I wanted to mention was a team that I fought against on my alt that I absolutely 100% despise because I fought it eight times with eight different teams and didn't even take down the protection. E. And that is Bastila, General Kenobi, Hermit Yoda. On defense. Interesting. Completely and utterly ridiculous. Now, I'm sure that there are counters to that. Yep. I did not have them. Yeah, that... I did not have anything even close to it. I lost my second round. Well, my alt... I am terrible at Grand Arena on my alt. Completely destroyed by that team. So if that's something you have and want to try, uh, I can tell you this. Unless they have the hard counter to that team, it is going to be a very big problem and i absolutely hate it so much i had to mention it tonight yeah that's never totally didn't fine. even lose protection like you get <laughs> to the point where you're like okay i finally got the protection off general kenobi but i died going on in the next battle guess what got all that protection back because bastila puts the freaking buff back on him and now he's back where yep. he was it's you know, that's a good crazy. point. Characters that have those at the beginning of each encounter bonuses, like Basil Sean or like, say, B1, for example, they are, they're extremely good because, like I said, they can reuse those abilities over and over. Uh, it is, yeah, it's a great idea. Um, yep. So, uh... It's Give it a try. Let me know what you think or what you see your opponent do because holy smokes, that team, I hate it. I absolutely <laughs> hate it with a passion. That's understandable. That's understandable. Um, all right. So uh, this, everything that we just discussed is obviously Goodnight Punch 3v3 team ideas image. And you can find it on our Discord channel, discord.me slash shattered or you can find it shatteredorder.com slash grand arena or probably just floating around various Discord channels because it's kind of awesome. Um, 
so yeah, that is uh, that's that's the thing. Is there anything else you want to mention? Look out for update two. It'll it'll be coming three. So update two. You got original. You got update oh, one. Oh, update two. Yeah, okay. update two. Okay. <laughs> Version three. Update. update two. There you go. Touche, touche. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for this next thing? Uh, I'm always ready to beat you at trivia. I mean, this next thing. What is it? Three. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Shattered Order Trivia. And guess what? It's Riddles again. Oh, yay. I love Riddles. They're so fun. (laughs) I don't have any paper. All right, I got to go find some. All right, I'm going to have to get this live stream up um, because obvious reasons, these Riddles are really hard to remember. And uh, yeah, so I am very excited to crush Goodnight Punk here in one second in wonderful trivia. But... So thanks to the poll this week, we are going to, like I said, start looking at other options for trivia, maybe try to get a community version back. If you guys have any suggestions whatsoever, please let us know. Give us feedback. We got a section in our Discord channel that you can post feedback for the show, and we always check that. We can always reply, but we do certainly see it and take it into account. So if you have any good ideas, please let us know, because Kahoot was awesome for a bit, but now it just... Unfortunately, is not really. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, The Walking Dead. Ooh. Really awesome at first, but then you just kind of were like, I'm I'm done with this. That's totally true, yeah. I only said that to see how many people come back at me this week and say, I still love it. Yeah, I... I qu- Good on you. I, Good on you. I'm not sure when I... Midway through last season, I think, is about when I quit watching it. About a year ago. And what's weird is I like that season. Negan is the best character in that show by a long shot. And I kind of wanted to finish seeing oh, what Negan's happened. great. But, eh, it's whatever. I've been, I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm like three seasons behind now, but I am catching up now. I really like the kingdom and uh, Negan and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm, okay. I, I'm, I'm slowly catching up, but it was like, literally it used to be my brother and his wife and my niece would come over on a certain night of the week, not Sunday because I work Sundays, but they would come over and then we'd have this huge yep. dinner and then have a Walking Dead viewing party. Yep. That does not happen anymore. Me and some friends <laughs> used to do the same thing, but we've turned uh, Walking Dead night into board game night. So, yeah. <laughs> because Walking Dead turned into a board show. Yeah. It's. I'm just kidding. Okay. Anyways, you know what? We're talking too much. It's time for questions. Let's do it. Question number one: Are you ready, sir? I guess. Why not? Yeah, I'm, I'm not either. I don't. Know. <laughs> All right. Question. I just hit my keyboard. I'm not even on the trivia. Uh oh. Uh oh. 
Tesh says there's All right, here we go. There's some obscure stuff tonight. Buckle up. This is concerning. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. All right. All right, here we go. Hordes continue to scurry. You just feel fury. Only we stop his ploy. We fill his vast void. What? Hordes continue to scurry. You just feel fury. Only we stop his ploy. We fill his vast void. Huh. Interesting. See, I have an idea for this. But then there's something in there, a word that completely throws me off. And if it ends up being that answer, I'm going to be upset. I agree with you. I am on the same page, and I think I think we might be on the same page. Um, is it a is it a pronoun? Yes. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that kind of changes things. Um, yeah. All right, I'm gonna move chat away just in case uh, they're talking about answering in chat. So I'm gonna move chat away, and you guys feel free to answer. I am not looking at it. Me either. It's on this window. Chat's over there. So if you see me start peeking this way, I got you. you know I got you. On. All right, I'm gonna be paying attention. Live chat, be paying attention right, too. Right. Hordes continue to scurry. You just feel fury. Only we stop his ploy, we fill his vast void. Well, I've got an answer. Man. I'm doing it anyway. Just in case. Uh, uh, You're like, I'm thinking about it now. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Well, I've written my answer, so I'm looking at chat. What are people saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I got. I wrote my answer down. You put B1. I put zombie. And the reason we talked about pronouns is because zombie is a she, not a he. Yes. So we'll see. That's the reason I didn't put zombie is because <sighs> only we stop his ploy. We fill his vast void. But I guess it is a we. It's from third person talking about the he. I don't know, but the answer says Night Sister Zombie. I knew I should I should have put it. <laughs> That's Yeah. There's no he in there. Alright, let me go back and read it. I'm looking at Tesh in chat now. He oh. says there is no he in there. It's his. Yeah. Zombie horde. His equals nihilist. Hordes that continue to scurry. Sense. You just feel fury. Only we stop his ploy. We fill his vast void. Yeah. Well, All right. I'm glad I went with my gut despite I'm, completely being wrong I'm about not. the pronouns. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're not. I am. <laughs> God damn it. All right. What's the next question? All right, question two. A legend of old, an era I was. Many leaders took part, though Wiggs was nigh. Before me a mixture with Kaigon and Ray, I had a resurgence when Zeta Maul came to play. 
Ooh. This is interesting. Legend of old, an era was I. Many leaders took part, though Wiggs was nigh. Before me, a mixture with Qui-Gon and Ray. I had a resurgence when Sadamal came to play. Man, that I'm trying is... to think of Sadamal uh, teams now. Interesting. Um, See the the many leaders took part thing is what throws me off. Um, yeah, because it makes you think it's not a leader, right? Yeah. Huh. I have an idea. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with what though. I thought. All right, what are you going with? Darth Sidious. Oh, that's pretty good. I'm, because in the early game, he was always around. That's a good point. I forgot about him. I'm going with Rex. All right. <laughs> it's not a character. The Dodge Meta. Ah. That makes sense. That makes... I always forget it doesn't have to be a freaking character. That makes that makes complete <laughs> and total sense. Really well done, Tash. I like it. Damn. I really I really think Sidious was a, a good answer. Yeah. Nobody remembers that in the early game that's, Sidious was super overpowered. That's totally that dude true. Was a beast in the in like the first like five months. Oh yeah, game. he was awesome. He was so good. Yeah. Him and Poe were like kings at that point. Exactly. Which is it's funny because in the early game, when for the um, the Force Awakens came out, everyone was complaining because every one side got Poe and then App or App Android got yep. Poe and Apple got Phasma and it was like, I wanted Phasma. But then in the end, it's like, well, you got <laughs> yeah. Poe. What's wrong with that? I, He's he, so good. Yep, they've both been really good throughout this game. Kind of, kind of crazy. All right, what? And then if we're taking a trip down memory lane, remember when? Apple got wigs for when ships came out. When Apple got wigs and his ship, and then, Wedge, uh, sorry, Wedge yep. and uh, his ship, and then Android got Biggs and his ship, and everyone was mad because they didn't get the Wedge shards. Yep. But in the end, Biggs ended up the better ship. Yep. Oh, crazy! It speaks how that to works. the initial reactions of people and how they can sometimes be wrong. No kidding, indeed. <laughs> All right, what is question right, number three? All right, question number three. A joke that recurs, but a leader for all. A waste of a Zeta, a pitiful taunt, but I'll make your defense a solid brick wall. Hmm. A joke that recurs, but a leader for all. A waste of a Zeta, a pitiful taunt, but I'll make your defense solid brick wall. I'm 80% on my answer. I feel pretty good about mine. What is your answer? My answer is Clone Wars Damn Chewbacca. It, you put the same thing I did. <laughs> All right. The answer is Clone Wars Chewie. All righty. 
All right, the score is two to one. Good night, punk is up. All right, question four. We may not be many, we may not be strong, but amidst neon lights, we put up a great fight. Meet in 3v3, our ranks match those of thee. Alas, even here, we won't last very long. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Interesting. Let's see. I have an answer. Do you really? Oh, crap. I do. God, I'm trying. Ah. What is your answer? Tuscans. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I suspect that is going to be the answer, making the score three to two. I don't know if Urza's still in the chat, but the neon lights gave it away for yep. me. <laughs> that I love that's so odd. It, his his stream is always so great because he's got all those neon lights. It literally looks like he's in a <laughs> Yes. It's, it's fantastic. Yep. Alright, trivia number five. Oh, by the way, it is Tuscans. Shout out to Urza, he's usually here. <laughs> Alright, trivia number five. A great trophy I hold given in days of old, though none of these seem to notice neath layers of dust. My once great machine gun is started to rust. I hope you remember I made tenacity fold. Huh. Interesting. Reread it one more time. A great trophy I hold, given in days of old. Though none seem to notice neath layers of dust, my once great machine gun is starting to rust. I hope you remember I made tenacity fold. Mm hmm. There are three words I'm focused on here, and I'm still drawing a blank. Uh, rough. Roof. Man, the answer that comes to mind I don't think is correct. The one that comes to my mind, I don't think is, falls into the three words that I'm thinking of. Yeah. A great trophy I hold given in days of old. Though none seems to notice, or sorry. Yeah, though none seems to notice neath layers of dust, my once great machine gun is starting to rust. I hope you remember I made tenacity fold. Like, I, I, I'll just say it because I'm sure you're thinking the same thing. I can't think of machine gun people. That's not my issue. 
My issue is that the only people I can think of with machine guns weren't ever meta. Yeah, I, I got my answer. I don't feel good about it. I, I don't know how this connects to all the lines, but... Neither do I, but I'm going to give you my answer. I'm saying Geo Soldier. I'm saying Bay's Malice. Oh, he does have a machine gun. And he didn't make Tenacity Fold because he can dispel it. Uh-huh. That <laughs> is true. The answer? Oh, the answer is apparently TIE Fighter Pilot. Uh, that makes... Does he have a machine gun? I got hung up on three words that I don't think it apply to TIE Fighter. Well, he has, that AOE. he has that AOE. I'm not sure what that's called. Hmm. Probably related. I think he, yeah, I think he holds a blaster. Yeah, see, because... TIE Fighter Pilot does tenacity down, but I'm pretty sure he has a gun, not a machine gun. I think he has... Or no, it's... No, he, has, he does. He has buff immunity and tenacity down. So, yeah. Tenacity he was the first down. character with tenacity yep. down, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good. I guess I shouldn't have focused on machine gun instead of focused on tenacity fold. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, it was the first two lines that uh, I couldn't figure out how to Come make. on, Tash. Come on! What? He says, speed. You know how fast characters are called machine guns because they go so often? Now it makes sense. Oh, killing me. You know uh, what? Mm. Mm. Well played. Well played. Well played indeed. Dang it. Okay. All right, all right. What's the next one? All right, let's see. Are there any oh, more? Are there any more? That was Finn, that is the end. That is the end. No! I lose again to freaking Goodnight Punk. This is ridiculous. I don't know if that ever landed. Oh, it landed back. Uh, winner. Winner. Chicken dinner. Wipe this sorrow and sadness away from my life. Just <laughs> throw it back in the desk and be done with it. Unbelievable. Good news. I'm not going to make you Zeta anymore. So we'll ah, there's a reason I don't make bets when it comes to trivia. I don't like losing. <laughs> Gosh, dang it, man. That sucks. All right. That was pretty good. Good job, Tesh. And if anyone helped you, thanks to anyone that helped Tesh. Indeed. Um, I really appreciate it. <laughs> I love trivia. I, I mean, I don't know why we started trivia, but that was one of the best ideas ever. It's so fun. Yes, it is very fun. We've been doing it for quite a while now, too. Long, long time. Yep. Indeed. Trivia, I love you long time. <laughs> Indeed. We will always love you, <laughs> Trivia. All right. All right. Let me break things down for you real Let's quick. As far as the Shattered Order goes, if you want to join our Discord where everything about this podcast goes down, Ooh. podcast feedback, yep. topic ideas, video ideas, um, just all the chats you want to talk 100%. about, which chat even leads to topic ideas. Yep. Discord.me slash Shattered Order. A lot going on there. And please, please, please go join. We are about to hit the 1K Woo! mark. Let me look real quick. I mean, we are Those are big numbers fast for Discord. I like it. We are fast approaching 1,000 members in our Discord. Well, yeah. We are currently at, let me tell you. Okay. 
992 people. So 992, eight more of you. And I know, I know that there are eight of you that are not in Discord. That that, that number is probably could add two, three zeros onto it. Probably. Maybe not three. Two, three, I don't know. I know some of you aren't in Discord. So discord.me slash shattered order. Get us over that. 100%. Keep us going. Let's keep growing up. So we get to the uh, the two thousand. Very exciting stuff. But yeah, come join our Discord. Join us on Twitch if you're our listener on of to the audio podcast. We we uh, stream on Twitch pretty much every Friday unless there's some something going on in our lives that we skip Friday. Twitch.com/slash/shatteredorder. Go there, subscribe. It'll send you a message when we go live. Come hang out with us. The live chat is, as the kids say, lit. Oh, it's right? so lit, man. Like, so missing lit. out. So lit. You gotta love that lit chat. All right. So, um, <laughs> Twitter, twitter.com slash shattered order. Uh, and then Patreon. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash shattered order. We love all of our Patreons Jeez. and we always give back to you guys for supporting us. So, we appreciate all of you. And the last uh, thing, hold on, if you want to send I in- do know that there is somebody that I owe a roster review to, a Patreon. Uh, hit me up. Just shoot me a DM, and we can discuss that. Uh, you should know who you are. Um, if not, I'll look it up next week and hit you up because uh, I don't have stuff in front of me. Um, and remember, we'll be doing giveaways next week, so very exciting stuff. Yes, exactly. Last thing, but not least, if you don't aren't in our Discord, you don't have Discord, and you still want to send feedback. The shattered order at gmail.com is our email. We check it daily. Yep. I think sometimes the wink deletes emails before I even seen them because me and him are in our emails all the time. So if you have something to say, something to send, send them to the email. We'll see them immediately. Yep. And there you go. So 100%. And with that said, one other thing though, and bonfire.com slash do you even mod bro? Go get your t shirt. Seriously, that shirt. Sh- that, that sh- Join the club. I almost said sh. I was saying shirt, but I almost said oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So that, sh- that shirt that is going to be lit. All right. <laughs> lit. Totally lit. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, we're going to get out of here. And we will catch you guys next week. Lead us out with a dab. Later. later everyone you've just finished with the shattered order podcast join us next week for another round